Hello. Megan. Oh, hi. Rocky saying hi, too. Sorry. Rocky. <laughs> Just making his weekly appearance on Pop Cultured Sign. Rocky, stop. Rocky's our PR manager. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> he's like, ladies, do it this way. Okay, I think he's done. Okay. All right, what's up for now? You know, oh he'll, be, he'll be back soon. <laughs> <laughs> what a shit show it's taken this to get here. I know. First time we've had like real technical difficulties. <laughs> First, I had our long <laughs> Uber to get a mile home. <laughs> yeah, this is just quite the journey. <laughs> I feel so exhausted <laughs> just by the last 15 minutes. I truly just ate so much. So I just. I can't with what'd anything. You... you there? Yeah. What'd you eat? Oh, I had, it's this place called Kava. It's like a Mediterranean Chipotle type of place. You would be oh, obsessed with yeah. it. Yeah. It's like Wait, my like... favorite place. And I eat it like once a week and I just like devour it and feel like a bad person after. What was that one place we used to go to all the time that was like a Mediterranean Chipotle Hummus, wait, was it Hummus Express? Hummus Express. Okay, yeah, but no, Kava is like Hummus Express on steroids. I I just can't say the nicest things about Kava. I'm obsessed. Not sponsored by the like Kava. Please sponsor me. I love you. (laughs) Not fun. Not advertisement. This is just free free love because that's how good it is. Reach out to our PR manager, Rocky Miller. <laughs> yeah. Bar- uh, bark bark at com. <laughs> everyone has left listening to this at this point. Yeah, there goes everyone. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> good show. Good show. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm ready to get in. I've got my notes pulled up on my gmail because i'm a professional i've got a new candle all lit oh you're typing your notes well i type them up on my phone and then i email them to myself oh so official all you need is a whistle i know i'm pretty much like a full-on celebrity now i'll be featured on my own podcast soon you're such an influencer (laughs) instagram influencer everything about me I've grown out roots, haven't changed my life in six years. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to be me. Um, so speaking of me being the next bachelorette, let's get into the new episode, which was kind of good. Oh, yeah. What a good week it was. I liked it, too. I know. I've been excited to talk about it, which I think I say that like every week, but I am. I was When I was watching it last night, I was kind of surprised and hurt. Um, that you hadn't texted me about it because it was surprisingly good. I know. I was, I don't know why I didn't because I was thinking that as I was watching, I was like, oh, I should text Morgan or like, oh, this is good or like, oh, I don't know, but laziness at its finest. Everyone's fake. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was slightly heartbreaking though, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, I know it's all, all caps. Um, <laughs> so we start the episode in the Bahamas. <laughs> Yes, at Atlantis. First tropical vacay outside of the U.S. Holiday in the sun. Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> Classic. Um, and then the first thing I want to talk about, this is super serious, is Will Cheetah Romper. <laughs> Wait. Oh, is that what he was wearing when they showed up? Yeah. He looks so hot. Yeah, that means he, did he like wear that on the plane? Oh. Who wears rompers on the plane? That's true. That's a real big Although, travel foul. I guess it's probably easier when you have a, a dick because you can just like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Rocky's like, actually... <laughs> when I wear my romper... <laughs> rompers are perfect plane attire. <laughs> he wouldn't know. But yeah, no. I mean, if any man can pull off a romp him, it's well, he's so cute but we'll get to that later I know okay um so this Becca bitch just like throws all the structure of the normal bachelorette out the window cause Chris Harrison comes in and he's like listen up ladies gentlemen <laughs> there's gonna be no fucking rose ceremony we're gonna have three one on one dates and one group date and two of y'all getting out of here. So Yeah, Becca must really hate rose ceremonies. Or 
cocktail parties, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bitch hates them. Which She's honestly, like, I, I hate watching it. them. Like, I'd, yeah. rather, I'd rather watch more dates and stuff. So I'm not mad at it. Me either. But I just love how every episode it's like, so there's not going to be a cocktail party. Yeah, Becca clearly knows which one of you she hates the most and she <laughs> wants you gone. <laughs> yeah. Listen, she's not wasting her time. I'm actually just going to bru- do it for her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're out. Oh my God. Could you imagine? That would be like the ultimate goal as a bachelorette to just be like, Chris, I don't want to do it. You just hand out the roses. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Harrison comes up and he's like, gentlemen, a tough week <laughs> she's like this is my last rose <laughs> when he's done the last rose he leaves the room comes back says all right this is the final rose leaves the room and then comes back again and then hands it out well when i'm bachelorette uh-huh. <laughs> that's what i'll do okay good can't wait <laughs> that would be hilarious um and then so colton is the first one that gets a one-on-one and, like, all the guys, like, are shocked, but, like, I don't get why, because she clearly has, like, a really good connection with him, but they're all, like, can you believe you got the first one-on-one? And I was, like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because everyone seemed to think that it was going to be Blake, which I don't know why. I mean, I guess because he had been, like, had the first one-on-one, like, the longest time ago. Yeah. But still, that's not really how this show works. <laughs> exactly. It was weird. Um. So they go and everyone so this is the episode where we like find out although everyone already knows that colton is a virgin so the whole time all the guys are talking about like do you think colton's gonna tell her do you think colton's gonna tell her and then the whole time colton's like talking to the camera like should Should i I tell tell her her? yeah Yeah. (laughs) which i'm shocked they they played me on that i for sure thought that it was going to be a fantasy suite thing but it's clearly before then yeah so did i um and then so they go like out on a boat and then Becca's wearing a terrible bathing suit. Honestly, I couldn't decide how I felt about this one. I think it's bad. It was bad. Did I like the color or did I not like the color? Like, I don't know. Oh, if yeah. I, I don't know if I liked the color but needed a different suit or liked the suit but needed a different color. But the two together weren't was not the thing. That suit in any color would be bad. But yeah, I choose <laughs> about the color as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think the orange looked good on her. Yeah. Just the cut was weird. Yeah. She's always doing the most. Um, So then he's like, okay, cool. I'm going to finally tell her. And he's like, Becca, I've got something to tell you. And then as he's going to tell her, they get interrupted by, like, Lil Uzi Vert. I swear to God, that was Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> no, literally the whole... Every single point leading up into this was Becca in the camera talking about how hot he is, how she loves his abs, and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, just setting it up for, like, basically saying everything, but, wow, I really want to have sex with him. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, like, so produced. And so then, so he's about to tell her, and then they hear, like, a beep beep by a boat driver that may or may not be Lil Uzi Vert. And he's, like... (laughs) Oh, man. Gosh darn. Interrupted. So they got on this boat with this guy. This guy reminded me. I mean, yes, Lil Uzi Vert. But this guy reminded me of, you know, along came Polly. And the guy's like, hello, you for scuba? You for scuba? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Like, they're just out enjoying their time. He's like, hi, hi, hello, you for scuba? (laughs) They found that guy. He's not been doing any work lately. (laughs) And so they were like, want to be on The Bachelor? And so he tells them that they're going to go conch driving, conch diving, and boy, do they just play the shit out of that. Because it vaguely sounds like cock. Actually, it sounds a lot like cock. Conk, cock, it sounds a lot alike. But, like, they just fall zero to 60, took off on that pun. Like, if you were playing a drinking game for every time Becca said conk or I love conk, like, you'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that you're not listening to this because you're dead. <laughs> right. It was, I was like, we get it. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, talk. it was a lot, but I mean, whatever. It was actually, it was pretty humorous. Yeah. 
And then it just, like, plays into, like, the fact that it's, like, oh, cock, and he's a virgin, and she doesn't know. Yeah, it was so extra. I feel bad for him that his, like, big moment got edited like that, kind of. Same. But what the fuck did he expect? He can't be a... I don't know. Like, no offense to any 26-year-old virgins. I have nothing against that. But you can't go on a show like this and expect that to not be treated in a certain way. Have you watched the show before? (laughs) Exactly. Also, this is my show, so I don't think there's any 26-year-old virgins. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to offend. <laughs> if you are, you're a fucking loser. Just kidding. Yeah, I was about to say, you weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, they, yeah, they go conch diving, and they're, like, supposed to eat the thing inside, which is called the pistol, and I literally, like, was gagging. Okay, yeah, that was really gross. I'm sorry, it- I don't not i would not eat it like a raw thing out of a shell that they literally just picked up off of the ocean floor yeah i was like what are you guys gonna get a worm (laughs) yeah like ew um yeah no i yeah so there's like this long stringy thing that comes out of a conch shell oh and and it's an aphrodisiac of course of course because they're like ha ha he hasn't had sex so and then the, he's supposed to eat it. It's supposed to be, like, gum. Ugh. It's so gross. She's, like, loving all of this. I know. And so, yeah, they eat it. And so one of them's going to die of a parasite soon. We'll just have to <laughs> see which one. You know, this isn't in real time, so it's going to happen probably soon. <laughs> and yeah. then they, like, go to dinner. And he, like, finally tells her. Here it comes. Like, Ooh. Oh, it's so awkward because he's, like, scared to tell her. And then this bitch excuses herself from the table and just leaves him sitting there. Yeah, well, okay, well, he's not the most, like, articulate guy. No. He kind of went into, like, the, wait, is this when he went into the explanation about, like, sports and whatever and how he just focused on sports? (laughs) Yeah. 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 I don't think he explained it very well. And you could tell by her face that she was, like, first of all, shocked. Like, I'm pretty sure her first reaction was, really? As in just, like, yeah, you? <laughs> like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Especially because it was weird because he had been in a relationship where he said he had been in love. Yeah. Well, and he spent that, he spent a weekend with Tia, but apparently all he got was a handy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and then she, like, excuses herself for, like, what seems forever. I mean, I don't blame her for having a reaction like that. Yeah. I actually like that she had a reaction like that. I wish she had just stayed and, like, talked through it instead of just been, like... Well, she probably didn't want to say anything that was going to, like, offend him. Yeah. Or, like, ruin it for them, which I get. So, I get what she excused herself, but holy shit. I bet he felt like a real dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so then she, like, finally comes back, and he, like, explains it more, and he finally says, like, it's not, I'm not waiting till marriage, I'm just mm-hmm. waiting for the right person, and then she's like, oh, thank God, okay. Yeah, he, fi- he finally explained himself better when she came back. Yeah. Which was good, and, oh, I mean, I don't know, that's, the way he explained it, like, made sense to me. Oh, no, same, I'm, like, completely on board, like, I don't really think it's, like, that weird, like. Yeah, I mean, he's just, like, you get to the point where you don't want to just do like a one night thing and you want it to be with someone special. And it's like, hell yeah, that makes sense. Once you kind of miss like a certain window, it's either like you do it in a relationship or you have like a one night stand and he didn't want to have a one night stand and he hasn't been in a lot of relationships. So that's fine. As a 26 year old virgin myself, (laughs) I totally get where he's Awkward. Sorry for what I said earlier. Yeah, it's okay. Um, We'll just, We'll look past it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then as soon as she was like, oh, you're not waiting to marriage? Fuck yeah, we're going to fucking hook up. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, but it's also like what the guys, the kind of flashback to the guys in the um, hotel saying oh, was at okay. one point in time. And they may, they had a point where it's just like, that's a lot of pressure for someone. Like maybe she feels pressure. Right. Like it's not just pressure on him, it's pressure on her too to be the one that he like his first that he's clearly waiting for love and someone that means something. So maybe that was just a lot for her to handle. I feel like that's how I would feel. 
But at the same time, like, you're expecting someone to propose to you at the end of this. Like, even if it was for marriage, like, you guys are going to be married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's just a lot of pressure for her to take. And also, she's probably hoping that he'd be, like, good at sex. Yeah. Like, because she's so attracted to him. She's probably just like, yeah, like, we're going to bone. But then she's probably just like, wait, does he know where everything goes? <laughs> <laughs> listen even guys who aren't virgins don't know okay so i know that's what i'm saying like it's like he can learn he needs basically what i'm saying is that he has no experience and she's probably bummed about that yes um and so then (gasps) well she like gives him i know rocky she gives him the rose and so then the next one-on-one day is her and garrett and They, like, go on a little seaplane together. Hideous bathing suit number two makes an appearance. Hideous bathing suit number two makes an appearance. Or maybe more like hideous bathing suit number, like, 12, because she's been donning them all season. Yeah. (laughs) And so they, like, go on a seaplane, and then they go to dinner somewhere, and he tells her, like, that he's falling in love with her. Yeah, nothing of, I, I mean, am I right? Did anything of huge significance even happen on this date? No, I just have one more note, and it says that they go swimming. <laughs> Did they? I don't see. I don't even remember. I know that. I don't know. Just during the day, they were all. Um, I don't know. They really seem. They do really seem to have a connection. Yeah, it seems like they're like already dating. You know what I mean? It seems like just like an average day for like a boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, like there's nothing important to say, just because it really does like seem kind of natural. Yeah, to them. Um, the only reason I say they go swimming is it was awkward because they like after dinner and then Becca like stands up and she was like I have like one more surprise and then she like takes off her dress and she like starts running into the sand and he's like you always surprise me <laughs> and he like runs after her and then they're like making out in the ocean at night and I'm like oh they're secretly fucking yeah dude he is such a goober like his oh, like yeah. smile and his like reactions to everything he's such a goob yeah like the way he was like saying some things I was like it sounds like you're a little kid <laughs> Yeah, he's like a grown ass. Like, I mean, I think he's actually one of the older ones there. And when he sometimes when he smiles really big and like he gets excited, he legitimately sounds like a child. Yes, it turns me off. Yeah, it's really weird. I, I he also kind of has like a soft spoken, like not high pitched, but just like a soft spoken voice. Yeah. Unless he's screaming, "Let's go, let's go," which he does a lot. <laughs> Oh, those men. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty much it with that. And so the third one-on-one date goes to Blake, who, meanwhile, has been losing his fucking shit the whole time back at the hotel. Yeah, this was a lot for me to handle from him. <laughs> yeah, I, after this episode, I'm, I'm kind of like, mm, nah. <laughs> yeah, it was a little pitchy for me, dog. But I was not handling it well. Yeah, and even he, like, even got less a- physically attractive to me in this episode. Yeah, it's yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> I see, I'm done with 22-year-old frat boys, but thanks, dog. Yeah, he, um, yeah, there was, like, a big scene back at the hotel. Like, they kept cutting back to him during the dates, and he was just kind of, like, really upset that he didn't get the one-on-one. But when they were when they were on their date, I think he kind of, like, articulated it well to her. He did yeah definitely um like he, I, I can't even talk because it's like if I were in that situation I'd probably feel the same way oh yeah I'd be a wreck um but he, drunk, but he like vocalized his feelings very well which I think was better than him just like keeping it in and being like yeah fine everything's great because at that point in their relationship that's what he should be doing yeah and it made her him. happy that she was like that he was like scared to lose her yeah no yeah she loves that shit yeah. Wait, so let's start at the beginning. So he's like losing his yeah, shit. Perfect. And then she goes and he gets the last one on one. He's like, Thank God, or else I was gonna punch a wall and go home. And then so they go to a beach party. Um Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. How did I skip over this? I don't know. Because it's in all caps in my notes with a million explanation points. They go to a beach party which is being performed at with the Baja men. <laughs> Y'all remember the Baja men? They, their hit number one classic, Who Let the Dogs Out? 
<laughs> Blake had like an out of body experience. Like when he started dancing, I don't know what came over him, but he was like so stoked on life that it was just not even real. When they first like panned to the do- Baja Man and they were playing Who Let the Dogs Out, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if that was like the actual Baja Man? And then they were like, we're going to the beach party with the Baja Men. I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Of course it was the Baja Men. Who else would it be? And ABC like, is like flexing their budget. This season. <laughs> they couldn't afford a stylist because they hired the Baja Men. <laughs> and so, yeah. And then I guess this party was like to promote the Baja Men's new single. <laughs> Which I am here for. So- when are they touring? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Front row seats, get up on their I'd to have a similar out-of-body experience. <laughs> Becca and Blake are so white at this party. It was, like, hurting me. Like, they're yeah. dancing. I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Babies. And then they go upstage to dance, and I was like, don't do that. Oh, yep, that was pretty bad. Like, I don't know what's worse, the private concert dancing or, like, the public party dancing yeah i don't know when i got on stage i was like that meme that's like oh no baby what are you doing yeah. <laughs> oh baby oh lord <laughs> so then oh so then they have like a a pretty intense talk where blake talks about oh. divorce and holy shit he grew up in a super small town and his parents got divorced because his mom was having an affair with his basketball slash math teacher fucked up um so after he said that i think that's when i was like oh yeah like that's why he was acting that way which hello nothing like that has ever happened in my life but i would still be acting a fool in this situation so given that that has happened to him like oh you feel your feels girl like that's a lot that's a lot when he said that i was like damn what? Yeah, I've like never heard such a story. That's also, that's like, like a... sorry. Go ahead. What a weird show to go on. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But so yeah, he tells her that, and he opens up, and he he does really articulate himself really well. Um, and he tells her that he's in love with her, and she's over the fucking moon. Oh yeah, didn't she say in the like interview? She's just like, I want to tell him too, like I, that I'm in love with him. Yeah. So and like she, it was definitely better reaction than any other other guys who have told her. Like so, I think she like really loves him. Like I'm thinking that he could be final too after this week. Same. I think him and Garrett. Yeah. Same. Which I didn't think. I actually, I think that that's exactly what's gonna happen now that I think of it. And who's left? Crazy. So then, cool. He gets a rose, and then the group date is. Um, Will's, Jason, and Leo. And two out of three of these guys are going home. So it's it obvious. And well, it's obvious that we know one of them. Right, Leo. Yeah, that was from the beginning. Like he's just all like, eh, "Yeah, like I'm here to have." Like I think there's no way that he didn't even realize that. He- well, he did because. So yeah, so they go on a. Uh, Real. You really think he didn't realize? I feel like he had to realize it, but yeah, no, he did because he. Oh, they're talking their beat on the beach. Oh yeah, well he just kept like nuzzling her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So they go in like a three on one, and we already know it's not going to end well. We already know Leo's going to go home, so we're just like holding our breath, seeing whether it's going to be Will's or Jason that goes with him. Yeah, which is really sad I because don't. like. Go back to last, was it last week's episode where we were like singing both of their praises? Yeah. So painful. And I was like, okay, wait, she sent too many guys home so far. So, like, maybe this would be like a time where she like has a save and she's like, only sending one of you home and she's going to save two of them. Yeah. This was hard to watch. It was. The whole day it was awkward. Yeah. So then Leah goes to talk to her. And first of all, the waves in the background were so loud. Yeah, I, like, couldn't hear a thing. But, like, I couldn't turn on my TV because the waves just get louder. I don't know. I was like, ABC, whoever did the production of this, drop the ball. Because, like, the waves are so fucking loud. No one can hear anything that's happening. It's, like, almost comical. Yeah, they probably gave their PA, like, one shot 
like to handle the Leo conversation because no one gives a shit about Leo. <laughs> the PA is probably just standing with like the microphone in the way. <laughs> On a boat. That person's done. No job. No Emmys for that person ever. They went home with Leo. Yeah. <laughs> Same plane. Um, so Leo said that he's not ready for marriage because he's which which is like not a crazy thing to say like I would be the same way like yeah I've known you for six weeks I don't really know if I'm ready to marry you yeah this conversation was similar but not at the same level of I can't even say it without getting emotional but like Peter and Rachel okay. where they're getting towards the end and he's just like yeah I'm really into you but like I'm not gonna propose to you because I don't know you like hello common sense like a smart person choose the smart person uh, okay but leo was a no he was too he was okay. a late their relationship was a late bloomer to begin with yeah and he's weird and i don't like his voice um so she said so he says that you know like he needs more if he's gonna be like willing to propose to someone at the end of this like he needs like to know the person more or have more interactions with them and he was like i don't really feel like we are there and she was like Pretty much just to sum it up, it was a longer conversation than this, but to sum it up, she was like, you know what, you're right, later. And then she just sends him home right then and there on the beach. She just pushes him in the waves, and he just floats. <laughs> no one's seen him since. With the PA. <laughs> <laughs> They're just using the little mic to float on. <laughs> um, And then that's how the second reboot of Gilligan's Island starts. <laughs> oh, God. No, actually, you know where Leo floated? Where? Straight to paradise. <laughs> Ooh! <is he> okay? <laughs> Mike, drop. I'm dropping the wave, Mike. <laughs> dropping the mic to the PA. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then she sends him home. And then it's, like, down to Jason and Will. And they're like, I know, I, like, wasn't even mad that Leo got sent home. I was like, oh, yeah, too bad. So then, like, it all came to a realization that one of my boys is going to go home. And I was like, what? I know. Upset. So then she goes and talks to Jason and Wills. And I was like, she's going to save both of them. Because she can. Because she's sent too many people home. And they're such good friends. I know. And then she, she sent Wills home. Ugh. Just like that. I was shocked. Same. Because Wills was, like, like really into her, like, love, you know, I'd love you. Didn't he say, like, some shit, like, he made me believe in love again or whatever. Yeah. Like, pouring his heart out. And Jason didn't really do the same. He didn't. And then, so then, yeah, Wills has to go home. And, like, Wills is in the limo, like, the ride back. And he has to ask the driver to pull over so he can get out and cry. I wanted to, like sink into my couch and die that was so <laughs> precious i'm like getting kind of emotional about it right now <laughs> well it was it was messed up because Beth, becca was like um i don't know she was just like i really want to give the rose to someone who i feel like i can see like committing to me or some shit like that and i was like oh <laughs> fuck yeah will's got it he literally just like professes love for her and then yeah. she gave it to jason i know i was shocked but <sighs> You know what? Wills deserves better. I he wanted doesn't... to meet my booze family. Same. But maybe he'll be the bachelorette. He deserves... Or not the, the bachelor. No, he's a bachelor. <laughs> Although, I don't know. But maybe. Well, but... he's going to paradise. Oh, yeah. He deserves someone with, like, a little more style. Let's be real. Yeah, I'm not mad. About... I'm really not mad about it because I saw their connection, but I, I just don't necessarily see them together. Yeah, in like the long run so I think it was going to happen eventually it was sad how it happened but I agree I want him to find like I said I want him to find a good girl on paradise but I also don't so like also who's gonna be in paradise I'm like who could be because the only person I think he would be good with would be like Raven but she's still with what the fuck Raven no you know who I can see him with who Kendall Wait, who's Kendall? Oh, wait, did you, you didn't watch Ari's season? No. Oh, she was a girl from Ari. She was, like, she's almost kind of, like, hipster, like, cute, quirky, blonde, like, super pretty. She does, like, taxidermy as a hobby. Oh. 
but like in a cute funny kind of way right i can see that she's gonna be in paradise too gonna look that bitch up right quick but he also but there's also gonna be like a lot of busted bitches from re season who i don't like so i'm scared that he's gonna end up with someone i don't like on paradise yeah she's cute Mm-hmm. Ew, you know who I'd hate for him to be with? Becca with a K. No, I was literally just gonna say Davy Beck. That would be fucked up. Which honestly, uh, they, I don't think it would shock me. That's what I'm scared about. I'm scared for. <laughs> um, so hopefully he finds someone we approve of. Submitting my application. <laughs> I know. I'm like, where do you live again? Let me just do a drive by. JK, they already filmed Paradise, but like, oh. Speaking of. My friend saw Jason twice today. <gasps> what? Yeah. You need to keep stalking him. I know. I actually. And by I stalking, just, I mean just like living your life because living my how life. you ran into him. Downtown Seattle, as I said for a millionth time, is so small. So, I mean, it's like not hard to run into people, but I also like know, not to be creepy, but I actually know where he works. That's not creepy. I mean, he. You saw him near his work, probably. Yeah. And doesn't it say what he does on the show? Yeah. So, yeah. What does he do? Uh, he's like a financial person, and he works at Key Bank. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's a logical <laughs> assumption to make. Yeah. I mean, I might have Googled to see where where he works at, like what company. Um, but... oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. Hi, Jason. I know you found this podcast. He's a He's a public figure now. He's got that blue check mark. He should be used to people creeping him on LinkedIn. That's true. <laughs> Plus, he liked my tweet. <laughs> so we, like, have a connection. Yeah, you should tag him in this week's post. I would die. <laughs> no, yeah, so don't, don't. <laughs> what if I actually, like, meet him, like, organically? And he's, like, I, like, accidentally post about this podcast and he was like oh what's this and I'm like <gasps> no <laughs> I would if you ever like meet him in person organically please just like press pause on the world so I can fly to Seattle and be like fly <laughs> on the wall for that conversation of you being like <laughs> you have the mic <laughs> I'm calling you on anchor <laughs> Here we have a secret live episode. Oh, God. Anyways. So, yeah. Next week is hometown. Wait, I have a random thought. Yes. That I said that I thought earlier. Um, Remember? Or was this everything? Or am I making it up? Didn't they have super fans come on? about? Remember when they used to do Bachelor in Paradise? Like in. Oh, no. Bachelor Pad. Bachelor Pad. Bachelor Pad. When they still filmed, like, at the mansion in yeah. L.A. Didn't they bring, like, super fans on the show at one point? Um, I don't know. That sounds familiar because I feel like a girl ended up with, a, with one of the contestants. They should bring, like, two super fans to Paradise each season. Not saying who, but two super fans who happen to have a podcast <laughs> where they discuss. <laughs> okay, like... Literally, no. I would never, ever in my life do this. I'm not hot enough, and I never will be, so. Well, yeah, that. So I'd be the one on social media where everyone's just like, why is she there? She's ugly. And (laughs) I'd also be the one. I would just be like a shell of my person. I'd be too scared to say anything. So I would just be weird, quiet, and ugly. (laughs) I'd be like Corinne, and I would just. (laughs) I would be like Corinne, I'd just be sleeping everywhere. (laughs) Ew, no, I would end up doing something weird like that scallop fingers girl. Like, I'd just eat a lot. And then I would be, I'd probably, I'd be like a hummus girl or something. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'd be the weird bitch from day one. Like, the weird bitch that somehow makes it to, like, the top five. And I'm like, why? Like, even I'm like, why am I here? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Well, that'll be fun when it happens. Yeah, I can't wait for me and, um... Jason when he gets to be the next <gasps> what if Jason is the next bachelor oh that'd actually be really cool but I oh doubt it God. but I would have to hardcore shock him so much 
Who, who do you think is going to be the next Bachelor based off of this crew? Do you think it I could be Jason? Know. I don't think Jason has what it takes. Well, it can't be Colin because he's engaged to Tia. It's going to be fucking Blake. But, like, Blake's not cute enough. Yeah, he is. He's so square. Like, his head is literally so square. But he's super cute. Like, I'm looking at my oven right now, like, my stove, actually. <laughs> it kind of looks like my stove. Fucking hang up. Um, <laughs> so fucking square. There's just something about the last episode that just reminded me of such a college dude. Yeah. Where I was just like so immediately turned off and I was like, wait a second, why did I ever think he was cute? No, I tell you, he seems like every like ASU bro ever. Yeah. Which is why I think it'd be weird if he's the bachelor. But maybe he has like a growth experience coming out of this. So I don't know. I can see it. I see him being it more than Colton or Jason or Wills. Yeah. Huh. But damn, if it's Jason, shit. What's up? <laughs> I think I think they're gonna do a surprise again. Like I don't think they're I don't know. Because that worked so well with Ari. Well, I mean not that big of a surprise. Holy shit. That was literally like out of left fucking field. Yeah. What if it's Peter? Ah! Uh, it will never be Peter. And people need to stop saying that. I think it's going to be Joe the Grocer. <laughs> I genuinely kind of do. What if it's Chris Harrison? Well, that could be his start to narrating his own roast. <laughs> He's like, I listened to the podcast. Great idea. <laughs> On both accounts, me doing roast ceremonies and me being the bachelor. We made it happen. Hilarious. Okay, so yeah, so next week we'll go to everyone's hometown literally the best episode of every season every year oh like wilding out fucking stoked for it never i would be my the guy would meet my family and immediately be like yeah nah (laughs) (laughs) y'all would fucking crazy i i mean i just like to think about what like my dad's reaction would be if (laughs) i If I come home with a camera crew and, like, some guy who I want to propose to me and he would just be like, you're fucking high. Kev would put on fucking foundation and be like, I didn't know you were going to be (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, I don't know what I'm saying. He would put on a show. (laughs) He would have his own lighting crew and be like, Megan? He'd be like, hey, ABC, welcome to my crib. What a surprise! Dad, you knew we were coming for weeks. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, good thing he'll never have to go through that. Oh, my God. I just went on Twitter, and I was like, well, that dog looks a lot like Rocky. It's your tweet. <laughs> How beautiful is he, though? We'll put this picture up on... I'll put this picture up on our Instagram. Yeah. Okay, well, he's really annoying right now in this whole episode, so you can probably hear him breathing throughout the whole episode, because he's, like, on top of me. <laughs> He wants to be a part of it. No. Um. Okay. Wait. I'm getting distracted. So yeah. Same. To, we're gonna just do a quick sum up of the fourth episode of Queer Eye. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Jason, we go to Atlanta, Georgia, where we meet Jason. He is a slob kebab of a man. He is like a. He's like older. He's like in his fifties. But he's he's like just a, like a hippie. Yeah, yeah, he's a hippie. He paints houses for a living, but his favorite thing to do every year is to go to Burning Man, which that just sums it up. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. So he I, a, d- I, I didn't connect with this episode. I like this episode, but I think just for like truly because of his um apartment, I was like thought it was so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I liked him, and I thought he was cool. But, like, I don't think he needed this. Yeah. I think he was, like, pretty fine on his own. But, so, they, like, go and... Sorry, I'm trying to plug myself into the bag. Um, so, they go and meet him. And he was submitted by his friend, heavy quotation marks, named Beth. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he just, like, wears, like, old, tattered painting clothes all the time. He, like, doesn't really have his life together, and he's, like, wanting to move to Reno because he just feels like he doesn't have anything to look forward to in Atlanta. 
mm-hmm. all his friends are upset because they're like, we love him. Lee, blah, blah. Which, by the way, Reno is where Garrett lives. Oh. Hello, Garrett. I think Garrett loves Burning Man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Garrett's very open-minded. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, very accepting of all types of people. Loves unity, loves diversity. Burning Man, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to Queer Eye. Sorry, wrong show. Crossover. Cross- Garrett at Burning Man with the Fab Five. This guy in the background of the hometown. <laughs> wearing his fucking mirror (laughs) see like this guy was cool like he was cool he had personality just because he was like an old der hipster doesn't mean that he was like in need of a life makeover yeah but he did look good at the end so um so yeah they like he's just like kind of run down like he wears like painter's clothes every single day his apartment's just, like, in a disarray. Like, it's not dirty, but it's just, like, not organized. He, like, sits on camping chairs inside of his apartment. Um, he eats takeout for, like, every meal or, like, granola. And he is, like, a really good artist and, like, can make, like, a lot of stuff. But he just, like, doesn't have, like, the, like, motivation to get into it. And also, his best friend, Beth, is, like, in love with him. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, won't, like, refuses to build a connection. So the guys come in and fuck him up. Um, They, like, cut his hair and trim up his beard, and he looks hot. Yeah. Like, he's an attractive dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They didn't do much, and he looked yeah. good. Like, what? I don't know. <laughs> and then um, they, like, revamped his wardrobe so that he's, like, wearing, like, not, like, old man clothes but like mature clothes that are still like kind of hippy dippy yeah like hipster for sure he has like a good quirky style yeah and then Anthony teaches him how to like make this like Indian snack food that's just like pan roasted peanuts oh yeah wait I don't even remember that but I remember this guy's like I love Indian food I was like um same I mean, someone who eats Indian food takeout, like, every day, that's me. (laughs) I hate Indian food, so can't relate. Um, But I was like, Homeboy only eats granola. You need to teach him how to make a fucking actual meal, not another form of granola. Yeah, I mean, Anthony. (laughs) I know. know. Sit down. (laughs) And then Bobby... Oh, I like this part. Bobby, like, takes him to... So this guy's, like, like I said, an artist, and he's, like, really good at building stuff, but he lacks the motivation. So he's, like, all these old hubcaps that he was, like, wanting to make into, like, neon lights. So then Bobby takes him to this, like, neon place, and he was, like, able to teach him how to do it so that a guy can make them and sell them. And they are, like, pretty cool. Yeah. This was... Bobby was, like... This was Bobby's time to shine, which I am okay with, because this guy, like... Had a bunch of cool artifacts and artifacts. art, well, he art, artifacts from like Burning Man and whatever. Like he had a bunch of cool stuff, but he just had it like sitting in a room. Yeah, and Bobby was really able to like make them like a part of his new space. Yeah. It was good. That part was good. His space looked so cool. It looked like a really hipster Airbnb. Yeah, which, yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a gosh darn minute. Okay. They redid his whole place in Atlanta, but didn't he move to Reno? No, he didn't. Oh, he ended up saying, okay. Yeah, and so they were, like, trying to convince him to stay because all of his friends want him to stay, and they think, like, what's the point of you moving to Reno to be closer to Burning Man when you could just stay here and flourish? So they, like, redo his whole place. They, like, have a little art auction for him with his friends where they can, like, buy his art. And he, like, made a old, what was that, like, old cabinet into a stereo? I don't know. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then, yeah, he was, like, selling his neon hubcaps. And then, at the end of the episode, afterwards, it says that him and Beth are a couple. Yeah, that he didn't move and that they're a couple. Yeah. That's cute. It was cute. The whole premise was kind of weird to me, though, because, like, they made him over... They made him over with the intention that he was going to be, like, moving to another city. 
Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was just like a ploy and that he was actually going to stay the whole time. But it didn't, it didn't, it didn't work for me. But he also seems like a guy that's like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. And then never does. Cause he, they, his friends had said that he even tried to move for like two years. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that they were probably confident that they could get him to stay if they set this up for him. Yeah. Um, I think with this whole season of Queer Eye, the season two, because I, I don't know if I told you this, but they filmed the seasons all together. Like, oh, they, yeah. they filmed season one and two, like, consecutively. Yeah. But, of course, they only released seasons one's worth of episodes. And then, of course, the show, like, blew up. So that's why they were able to, like, release season two kind of, like, on short notice. But I think that that was, I feel like they, like, did themselves a disservice by not making new episodes just because the show became so big. I feel like people, me, were expecting more from the second season. And besides just, like, the first maybe, like, three episodes, with the exception of a few more, it was kind of just, like, a letdown. No, it definitely, like, trailed off the season. I felt like it felt rushed. Like, maybe they had, like, were trying to get more episodes in at the last minute. Yeah, so it's almost just like, why didn't they just take more time and film, like, more episodes? I don't know. But I'm sure the third season will be great, too. I hope they, like, expand beyond um, Atlanta. Did you watch the YouTube one where they go to Australia? Australia? I did. So fucking cute. It was so good. And, like, like, when when Jonathan was like, he just wants a tube for his daughter's wedding. You get out of my face. (laughs) No, like, there is more feelings in the 20 minutes of that episode than there were in, like, 55 minutes of this episode. I agreed. No, I definitely felt that. Because I I remember watching it, because I binged it all in, like, a day, pretty much. Yeah. And I remember being like, okay, the first three episodes were, like, through the roof. Mm -hmm. And this the follow-up episodes are just kind of like meh <laughs> yeah like i'm trying to remember what the next upcoming ones are i'll probably have to rewatch them before we talk about them but that's okay yeah um i know there's like the mayor oh yeah the trans guy yeah guy who like plays video games and doesn't want to do shit with his life who's oh yeah no fuck him fuck him yeah i'm talking about that one is that next week i hope not Okay, jeez. I hate that episode. Yeah, fuck that guy. He was so annoying. And then the guy that's like 18. I did like this guy, the guy who's like 18. And he's like, a Oh, character. yeah, he was so cute. That's the last episode. I know that for sure. Okay, that was a good one. And that kid's apartment, I know we're going to talk about it, but that kid's apartment was so cute. Yeah, that was insane. Like, this kid is going from living with his, like, guardian straight yeah. to this like sick ass apartment made by Bobby like that kid will be just fine in college and even like before they redid it it looked like nice yeah like it was a super cool space it was like yeah. industrial and like that would cost for sure like five thousand dollars a month here and they probably get it for like 300 yeah I don't even want to think about how much it would cost here what's up city living yeah. Uh, but yeah that was it. I didn't rewatch it. Sorry. Because um, I forget. Yeah, I didn't either because I don't care. Last night I was being a responsible adult and cleaning my dishes and doing my laundry. So, um, What was I doing last? Oh, I caught up on Handmaid's Tale last night. Oh, you did? I stopped mm-hmm. watching that. Um, like this, The episode where she gets like the episode after she gets captured like on that plane and brought back. Oh my god, that was a gnarly, yeah, that was a, yeah. I, like, stopped watching after that, because I was, like, I read an article, because I was, like, feeling a type of way, and I was, like, am I just being, like, stupid? And then I read an article that was, like, Handmaid's Tale was, like, good at first, but now I just feel like it's, like, torture porn. (laughs) And I was, like, that's kind of exactly how I've been feeling. I think I read that same article, because I used, like, the first season, I watched, like, every episode, like, the day that like on every Wednesday like it was like a roommate thing that my roommate and I would do and because it was like so cool the first season like nothing we've ever seen before but the second season it just kind of started to feel like wrong (laughs) it does because you feel like okay we get it like 
they hate women. Like, we get it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually, it's, like, physically hard to watch. So that's why I felt, like, four episodes behind. And then, like, it's not the type of show that you can just, like, catch up on. Like, watch right. four episodes at a time. You, no. like, physically have to take a break after one, maybe two. So, yeah. Anyway, that's what I did last night. And apparently the, and, ugh, ugh, definitely need to take a break after the one I saw last night. Ugh. I heard the finale is, like, phenomenal, but... Yeah, that's what I have to watch. That was released... Wait, what's today? Oh, today was Wednesday. It was released today. But I'm not going to watch it, because I have Bravo shows to catch up on, and that's more enjoyable to watch. (laughs) And more important. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, sorry if I like watching mindless reality TV more than, like, the demise of womanhood. Yeah. What Bravo shows are you watching? Which some would say The Bachelorette is the demise of womanhood. (laughs) um i'm watching every bravo show to answer your question <laughs> oh i gotta figure out how to hook up my parents cable login yeah um mom and dad aka laura and alex our friends canceled their cable service <laughs> and they left me high and dry assholes but i got backups shout out to you guys you know who you are especially laura and alex because i just said your name <laughs> Does Laura listen to this? I doubt it. She tried, but she couldn't find it on iTunes. Laura! Alex had to help her, but then Alex couldn't find it either. So if you guys are listening, and if you made it to this point... What's up? Round of applause. Also, it's on Spotify now, by the way. I'm a Spotify artist now. That's so cool. I'm adding that to all my resumes. How do you do that? What? How do you do that? Like, what's the process? Um... Anchor, like, uh, the Anchor team did it for me, but I know it's kind of, and I'm probably just talking on my asshole, but from what I've heard, it's, like, actually pretty hard to get your podcast on Spotify. Yeah? Like, they won't approve a lot of shit. Well. <laughs> but they approve this garbage, so. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to say it. I say in every episode, I don't think this podcast is that good, but. <laughs> but here we are. Um, and yeah, this is a shorter episode. It's only been 50 minutes. I know. I can't believe we did this in another an hour. It's because I'm a lot less drunk than I was last week. <laughs> and I'm also very hungry. And so I'm like, I just need to get off of this and order takeout. Oh, <laughs> well, I need to go like lay in my own fatness. <laughs> so on that note. <laughs> on that note, I'll be here Sunday and Megan will be here next Wednesday. And we'll bring you guys the hometown. Can't wait. Okay, bye, y'all. Bye, Meg. Bye. Bye, Rocky.